Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 22nd. It is five minutes after 10, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we are grateful that you are joining us this morning. So Ron DeSantis knows everyone is waiting for him to say if he's running for president, and he came about the closest he ever has to declaring or not. This was with an interview with Piers Morgan. He made it really clear. He thinks that if he, he does run, yeah, he can win. He said Biden has failed the country. He thinks the country wants a change. He thinks that we all want a fresh start and a new direction, and we've been very vocal about it. And then Piers Morgan said, do you think you can beat Biden? And DeSantis replied with, I think so. Yeah, so this is uh, this is going to air Thursday night, so we'll have some audio for you as we roll throughout the week on this. Um Look, he's running for president. There's no absolutely no doubt he's running for president. Probably after the Florida uh, legislative session wraps up, he'll he'll make that announcement. And really, everybody, every every person, every Republican voter should want Ron DeSantis to run for president because whether he wins or not, he will make Donald Trump a much better much better general election candidate if indeed Trump is the nominee because Trump is going to have to work his ass off Mm -hmm. to get past Ron DeSantis and yesterday proved it because Ron DeSantis when he he gave that uh, respond to that question about Trump and this alleged coming indictment Mm -hmm. and how he would you know what was going on with that and how he just mass I mean just masterfully made it about Alvin Bragg and what a lunatic Alvin Bragg is and how we've got to stand up and fight that. Now he's fought that. But yet there were these subtle little reminders like, man, I, I don't know anything about porn stars and mm-hmm. hush money payments. And mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know about any of that. He is he is not Ted Cruz. He is not Marco Rubio. Donald Trump is not going to be able to bully his way through Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. He's going to actually have to work and that will make Trump a better candidate. Absolutely. Ron DeSantis says you can't just win with Republicans. you got to get the independents. And you need to convince some of the Democrats, which he did in Florida. And he goes back to state that Florida overwhelmingly thought that the country was on the wrong track. But they think Florida is on the right track. And he wants to use that as his blueprint if and when he does declare that he's running for president. Here, here's what's really interesting, too, to me. And we've talked about this. The... Um, and you'll hear it in the voicemails coming up in a little bit. One of the things from the always Trump, we hate DeSantis crowd mm-hmm. is, well, he's been endorsed by some establishment people. So if they're for him, then I'm out on it. And I laugh at that because we had talked about that jokingly. Remember when Jeb Bush kind of gave the endorsement for Ron DeSantis? Mm-hmm. And you were like, I don't know if Jeb Bush likes him. Maybe I'm wrong. But these people are serious. Mm-hmm. If you like what the person has done, if you like how they've done their job, who cares who else likes them? If you think the person has done a good job, mm-hmm. which I think you would be pretty hard pressed for the average person to say, wow, Florida is not kind of the envy of the nation right now on all sorts of fronts. People moving there, mm-hmm. investment, mm-hmm. governance, mm-hmm. liberty, freedom. Mm-hmm. There are many areas in which you would say, wow, I wish our state, we say this all the time on the show, I wish Indiana on this topic could be like Florida. 
who who cares whether Jeb Bush is on board with that or not? It did, but to some people, it's just they are so. It's almost like they're more wed to the fight than the win. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he thinks, Ron DeSantis thinks that being governor has prepared him for the presidency. And Piers Morgan asked him, do you think you have what it takes to be president of USA? And his answer, I thought was really good. He said, I think what it takes is to have a vision for the country, have the ability to exercise leadership and be willing to stand in that fire when it gets really hot and not back down. Wouldn't it be nice too, Casey, to wake up every day and know whoever the Republican nominee is, and then hopefully whoever the president is, we're only going to talk about the things that they do mm-hmm. as the office holder. Yeah, We're not going to be talking about how he said some newscaster was bleeding badly from a facelift. We're not going to talk about him continuing this nonsensical fight with a porn star. Mm-hmm. You know, We're not going to have to worry about some guy getting indicted for hush money payments. Look... Trump has gotten a raw deal in the sense of the never-ending obsession over him, and it's bizarre and weird and wrong. But Trump brought a lot of this on himself. I say this all the time when people say, why don't you run for something again? Because I don't want to cut the bull crap. I like being able to go on social media and have fun. Mm -hmm. I like being able to look at whoever I want, whenever I want, and say exactly what I want to them. I like that I don't have any responsibility other than to make this show entertaining that people want to listen to Mm -hmm. and make my social media entertaining that people want to read. I like that. When you are an office holder, you represent every person who voted for you. You have a responsibility to that person to position yourself in the best light so you can get the most amount of things done. And... With Trump, while it is bullcrap he's being charged, he brought a lot of this on himself. Right. And the things that Ron DeSantis has been working on, environmental conservation with the Everglades, parental rights bill, financial literacy for high schoolers, rail against the woke culture, just all of these things that... That's why people say, yeah, Florida's on the right track right. because we have this governor. And and don't forget about that hurricane that ripped through the state. And within days, they were rebuilding bridges and had people going back to work and back to living their lives. And that's just points to, to, to what you're saying is that he's concerned about Floridians, not what's going on in his own personal life. I, who he's hanging out with or I know someone who just bought a property in Florida and they live here part of the time and they mm-hmm. live there part of the time and they are they're lifelong Hoosiers they're very successful people mm-hmm. they're not overly political people which is why I will not out these people because I would not ever punish anyone as a successful business owner for being publicly associated with me. But we talk a lot about it. And the, uh, they had some friends who, li- who live in the winter in Florida. They went down there. They were so impressed mm-hmm. by how that state is governing and how things are working and the condition of the state. And they said, look, we are lifelong Hoosiers and we still have family here, so we're not going to out and out leave the state permanently but we probably would if we could because it rocks down here Mm -hmm. compared to what's going on in Indiana. Well, you said it, the key word, they're governing. Yeah. And that's what he's doing, not just ongoing dramatic soap opera. Now, you also also mentioned endorsements earlier. And let's go, (sighs) yeah, to some local politics. It, uh, It 
I, I think I told people that this was going to happen, Casey. I think I told people that when if they were getting into bed with this guy mm-hmm. about who he really was, mm-hmm. because any person who would vote for Kevin McCarthy 15 times, that person ain't your friend. He's his own friend. Now, would you like to tell the people what our esteemed pal uh, Jimmy Banks was out bragging about yesterday? That he has been endorsed by the lieutenant governor. Yes. The same Suzanne lute- Crouch. Yeah. Suzanne, yeah. So Suzanne, silent Suzanne, mm-hmm. who did absolutely nothing was part of, proudly a part of the administration, so proud she ran with Holcomb again mm-hmm. after uh, put millions of people out of work, uh, closed tens of thousands of businesses, tried to put you in jail for not wearing a mask, mm-hmm. uh, shut down the churches on Easter, uh, had the VIP meet and greet with Malik Mohammed. I mean, you know the Holcomb record, and Suzanne was right there the whole time, and she was really excited to run with him again. Jim Banks, mm-hmm. who claims to be the anti-establishment character, right. claims to be the conservative fighter, mm-hmm. proudly put out. I mean, he was there was a big picture of them together, and it was a uh, big, bold font. Oh, uh, let me just read what uh, what Jim Banks. Remember, you remember Jim. He voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times, and then remember people got mad at me for, you're being too rough on him. He's, he's anti-establishment. Quote, honored to be endorsed by Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch. Thank you for your service to our state, mm. and thank you for joining Team Banks. This is who this guy is. And you should have known who this guy was when he got, remember he failed. He tried to be in leadership. Apparently he was so disliked by his colleagues, they bounced him out of being in leadership. And instead of standing up and saying, I'm out of here, he gets on bended knee and kisses the Kevin McCarthy ring finger and not only votes for him 15 times, but he's all over the place, including on this radio station, saying what a great guy that he thinks McCarthy is and what a wonderful job McCarthy's going to do. And he didn't do that because he believes that. Jim Banks is way too smart for that. Jim Banks did that because he knew, well, I couldn't get in leadership and it's all about me and I'm going to run for Senate Mm -hmm. and I don't want, because remember, that was at the time Mitch Daniels was thinking about running. I don't want enemies from the Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy crowd, so I'm going to do the thing which is most politically expedient for me. He's doing it again. Now, he's going to win because it's almost impossible unless you're a highly connected Congress congressman like Jim Banks or super wealthy like Mike Braun or Eric Doden to get on the ballot to run for governor or senator in this state because the Republicans have rigged the process to where it's impossible to get those signatures unless you have infinite donor money or your own money. So he's probably going to win and run unopposed and the Democrats will put some radical left clown up against him and he's going to be a senator. But the problem is He's sounding a lot like more like Todd Young mm-hmm. when you get into bed with Suzanne Crouch and Kevin McCarthy than he is some anti-establishment conservative fighter because there ain't nothing anti-establishment about Suzanne Crouch. There ain't nothing conservative about Suzanne Crouch, just like there ain't nothing anti-establishment about Kevin McCarthy, and there ain't nothing conservative about Kevin McCarthy, and those are Jim Banks' two best buddies. His words, not mine. Okay, a couple things here. Banks has not returned the favor. He has not endorsed anybody in the Indiana governor's race, so he has not turned around and re-endorsed her, Suzanne Crouch. And, okay, to your point about being establishment, he has Mitch McConnell appearing at one of his fundraisers. This is going to be held March 28th. It's the National Republican Senatorial Committee. It's going to be at the headquarters in D.C. And I haven't looked. I meant to look this up. How is Mitch McConnell? Because last we heard, he fell, he passed out, hit his head, went to the hospital. 
Is he out of the hospital now? I'm assuming so. Well, he's apparently feeling well enough to do a fundraiser for Kevin McCarthy's best friend, well, Jim Banks. Well, and that was going to be my question. Is he still appearing at this fundraiser for Jim Banks? Look. Is he well enough to do that? But, but regardless, he initially was going to be there if he still is or isn't. I don't know. Look, you, you people, I, you know I hate being right on this show, and I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen with Jim Banks because it's the exact same thing that happened with Todd Young. He's going to get in there. And he's Who else a, is running? Nobody. That's the point, Casey. This is the point in all of this. You cannot get on the ballot in this state unless you are a highly connected congressman or uh, you are Mike Braun. It is totally rigged against regular people. Look at what happened to poor Danny Niederberger. He has his signatures sitting here in Marion County, and because of an air quote, snow day, he can't get in to get his signatures out to turn him into the Secretary of State. And you know what? Holly Sullivan, the Secretary of State, goes, ah, them's the breaks. He had the signatures mm-hmm. in there. And they go, ah, no, you didn't get those signatures to get on the ballot. The, the, and, uh, and they compare that to Todd Young in 2016. He didn't get the signatures. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew he didn't get the signatures. But because Susan Brooks' husband was his attorney, and he may or may not have had a donor to his campaign who was making the choice on whether he got to be on the ballot or not, well, 497 is really close to 500. We wouldn't want to disenfranchise all those people. This state is so corrupt, it's so awful, and Jim Banks is just totally proven that it's all about him, it's all about the power, and he is totally already in the hot tub, and he hasn't even been elected yet. Okay, now there's a couple things. Many people are liking Jim Banks, even though he is walking closer and closer to establishment. He says that we need to rebuild the wall along the Mexican border. Uh huh. He rails on China for manufacturing fentanyl. Oh. He promises not to cut Social Security benefits, and he says that the Biden administration has weakened America. So, he is at least saying the things that people want to to hear. Wait, you mean a politician might say something mm-hmm. and then not follow through on the things that they said and just assume that people are apathetic and stupid and won't pay attention after they actually get in office? Yeah. You mean like Todd Young going on a Stop Washington Waste tour last year? Yeah. Oh. Pictures of him Boy. at the gas station in Gary. By the way, Jim, 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 I know you listen and your people listen. You need to come on the show. <laughs> After we're, that we're rant right. against Well, he's a tough guy. Why wouldn't he? Jim Banks is a fighter. I hear all the time. He's a soldier. He fought in Afghanistan. He's a tough guy. He doesn't seem to be very tough when it comes to coming on this show because mm-hmm. we won't kiss his ass and we won't say, hey, you're so great. Come on the show. If I'm wrong, if Suzanne Crouch is awesome, if there's a reason we should be proud about Suzanne Crouch giving you an endorsement, Come on and tell us. Tell you us put why. it out on social media. Why wouldn't you want access to all these listeners to know why you are so damn proud that Suzanne Crouch is on your team? It's 20 after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 23. Good morning. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So earlier this hour, we were talking about how President Biden had signed that new law to declassify all of the COVID-19 information. Yes. And I love this audio. It's, it's not necessarily the answer from John Kirby, but it's Peter Ducey from Fox. And, you know, I have a love affair with this guy. It's just listen to him asking the question to John Kirby about when we're going to start getting some information and some transparency transparency about what happened with COVID-19 and where it came from. Thank you, John. Uh, about the bill President Biden signed yesterday, 
He says he will declassify COVID origins intel except info that would harm national security. Is there a bigger national security threat than something that killed 1.1 yeah. million people? Yeah, in this country? I've seen I've seen some of the commentary. Uh, on your network about this. Uh, the president obviously has to balance transparency with national security. Peter, of course he does. Mm-hmm. I just, I thought he was right there. Is there a bigger national security threat than something that killed 1.1 million people? Also trending this morning, Gwyneth Paltrow. She arrived at a Utah court to stand trial in a $300,000 civil lawsuit case. This is over a 2016 ski crash incident, which left an optometrist with brain damage and uh, four broken ribs. And I... When you ski, you take your chances, right? You know it's a dangerous There's got to be a waiver of some sort that you sign in order to use a ski facility. I've never, this will shock you, Casey, as you know what a world traveler I am. Mm-hmm. I've never been skiing. Have you, you strike me as you've hung out with a lot of rich people over the years. Have you ever been skiing? I have been skiing. Did they make you I, sign? I did live in northern Michigan for a, a good part of my life. They had, to make, so, yeah. they had to make you sign some sort of waiver or something if you're going to use our facility that if you, you know lose a spleen or I don't, an eye. I don't recall signing anything and Kev, you're right that's that's a good point Kev you, you, you're a world traveler you've been in an Alps somewhere or something that involves I, skiing I went to Perfect North um, back in college you went to where? Perfect North what the hell is it's that? in uh, southern Indiana oh, I believe they have a ski resort in southern Indiana? Yeah, um, and yeah, I went there. I've only been skiing once. I don't really remember signing a waiver. That strikes me as very odd that you would not have to sign something that says, if indeed I Mm -hmm. have uh, an extremity that falls off, uh, you are not held liable. Well, this optometrist originally wanted to sue her for like $3 million, and the judge said, no, there's a limit on punitive damages, and so now it's much less. But she can't weigh more than 100 pounds. Well, uh, Casey, I don't know about you, but I hope if something bad happens to me, it's around a rich person so I can get the Mm -hmm. compensation that I am no (laughs) doubt deserved. Finally trending this morning, Three Doors Down, the band. They're going to be playing in Indianapolis at the TCU Amphitheater, White River State Park. The show will be on June 16th. Tickets go on sale this Friday, March 24th at 10 a.m. And real quick, well, before we get to voicemails, which mm-hmm. are coming up next, wanted to... Uh Remind everybody, we are in the middle of another uh, round of bowel harvesting mm-hmm. going on. Uh, Hammer and Nigel, Biden, Madness, Valvet, happy birthday, Valvet, mm-hmm. in the final four. Yeah. Currently going up against America in a single word. Looking pretty good right now for Valvet. Are, are we winning? Are well, we in the lead? But, here, but here's the thing. Um, we got to turn right around and play You Ain't Black in the finals. Uh-huh. And so I'm really hoping that we can just blow the doors off America in a single word to send a message yeah. to You Ain't Black and You Ain't Black supporters right. that we are coming for you in the final. So everyone right now, we're all invested in this. We the, need everybody off the bench. Yeah, the Kendall Casey audience is the reason mm-hmm. Happy Birthday Valvet is in the final four. So let's make a big stand here. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, please go to at Hammer and Nigel. Two-minute drill. Vote for a Happy Birthday Valvet. Send a message to You Ain't Black. All right, we're going to hear from you next with your voicemails. 1027 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 
Good morning. It is 1033. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And it is time to hear from you with your voicemails brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. All right. So yesterday we put out the call. I said, I want to hear from the only Trumper people, Mm -hmm. which is your only Trump, no matter what, doesn't matter. And we did get multiple phone calls about that. Uh, Let's hear one. The reason that I am President Trump only is because, for one thing, he's the only one that in my lifetime has done what he says, build the wall, do all the other stuff now. Surrounding himself by uh, insiders, a guy that has never been there has to know people that know the system, and you take the good with the I agree. But when you're not a, you know, you're not a doctor, you don't know what, who to follow per se, and you look at, like, uh, when he said, made the bleach comment, he wants you to inject bleach. He was talking about chlorine dioxide solution, which in Mexico had a 99.4% cure rate. And then, you know, somebody like DeSantis, yeah, he's the same way in the most part. But when George Soros sits at the podium and says DeSantis is a better option than Trump, that tells me that the people with the real power don't like him. Therefore, he's my choice. Okay, so we heard there uh, it's not his fault because, well, he didn't know what he was doing. Mm -hmm. He was an outsider from New York. Um, And then we also heard that, what was the second thing that the guy said there at the end? There was something that stood out to me. Let's just address, first of all, the idea that he didn't know what he was doing. That's ridiculous. He ran on it. He ran for a year and a half on the thing. He certainly at no point didn't say, well, I'll kind of keep I'll kind of keep some of the swamp people in there because I don't really know what I'm doing. His literal campaign slogan, Casey, was Mm -hmm. drain the swamp. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm talking about. The excuses to 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 justify the behavior. He kept appointing these people to these positions. Dan Coates, Mitch McConnell's wife, Christopher. I mean, even take out. the. Well, he didn't know what he was doing in the beginning. Okay. Well, he knew what he was doing by the time he made Christopher Ray the director of the FBI. He knew what he was doing by the time he made Bill Barr the uh, you know attorney general. It's just, I'm floored at the, um, the excuses that people give to justify the bad stuff that Trump did or how he didn't follow through on his on what he promised. But don't you think he needed to surround himself with people that he felt he could trust? Dan Coats? What has he got? Some long friendship with Dan Coats? Mitch McConnell's wife, they've been palling around together. Was he buddies with Comey? No. He wanted to play nice with these people because much of that was bull crap and it bit him in the ass. Mm. But people can't admit that. Yeah. This is my point on all this. They will just excuse it, no matter how much it hits them right between the eyes, that it's like Animal House. And I can't say it exactly how they say it in Animal House, but face it, you screwed up. You trusted us. <laughs> uh, someone else who is only uh, for Trump. Hey, Rob, you want people to call in, the people who are always Trump voters and only Trump voters. So here is my reason in a nutshell, and all of the people I know that are MAGAs um, feel the same way. And that is, we love Trump because he's not one of them. He's not a politician. He's not an insider. He is a dude who loves this country. I think he's a patriot. I think he loves the people in this country. I think he's so reviled by everyone, including Republicans, rhinos, 
establishment, you know, really Dems, Republicans, it's kind of a uniparty. They're really two sides of the same coin. He exposes the lies and the corruption, and they can't have that because then they will no longer be in power, have a reason to exist, and ultimately their um, end game, which is to own and control all of us. And, boy, they are really on the way. So that is why I will always choose Trump. Have a great day. Hmm. Thank you for the call. I think there's a lot of people out there that feel like Trump is the only one who stands up for the the average man. Like she said, not establishment, not an insider. He was an outsider. But he, but he was. You don't get to play ball in New York and become a billionaire doing real estate in New York without... Knowing a few people. Knowing how to play the knowing game. Knowing how to skirt the system. But this wasn't well, Mr. Smith goes he, to Washington. He's like, he's like the honest crook, in a way. <laughs> in a way, because... He's, 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 well, Dillin, she, he's John Dillinger. She mentioned that he exposes the lies. He exposes the lies because he knows how to do it himself. Right. And that's what he said. You know, the tax system's horrible. We need to write, rewrite the tax system. Why does he know that? Because he takes advantage of it himself. I still have yet to have anybody call, though, and explain. I mean, I guess the one guy tried by saying, well, I guess Trump was so incompetent he didn't know what he was doing despite spending a year and a half campaigning. How do you excuse what he did during COVID? How do you excuse printing $5 trillion? How do you excuse bribing the states to shut down? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, and I know it makes people mad and people say, oh, I'm never listening again. Eric Holcomb would not have been able to shut the state down if Trump hadn't bribed him to do it. Period. End of story. If Trump had said, we are not printing this money, mm-hmm. people are staying open until we know more about this thing. Mm-hmm. How, how do you excuse Trump spending billions of dollars of taxpayer money on a shot that doesn't work? For the most part, I mean, for many, and if it does, air quote, work, there's a limited life expect or life expectancy to the validity of the protection it it provides in well, many cases. Well, if you're Trump, though, and and I, I'm I'm trying to be reasonable here with this. If you're Trump, and this pandemic starts, and you've got all of this information coming at you, right? And you're not a doctor, and you got Fauci sitting here saying, "Oh yeah, this is this is what we need to do." Don't you think, okay, this guy's been doing this for 50 years. He must know what he's talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to him. So, okay, so let me, let me ask you, follow that up with a question. When Donald Trump took the oath of office, did he or did he not say, I will uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States? Yeah. Or did he say, when he put his hand on the Bible, I will uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States unless some guy who's been a bureaucrat for 40 years tells me I have to do something because there's something I don't understand, and then at which time all the things just go out the window. (laughs) No, he didn't say that. And this is what the only Trump people will not answer to me. And I ask this because it's one thing to say, look, I just think Trump is the best guy and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But it's another thing to say, well, I'm only for Trump and DeSantis is this and blah, blah, blah. And if Trump doesn't get it, then I'm out. Then how do you explain this? And they can't. The, The Trump behavior during COVID was so egregious. And yet, to these people who I think are generally liberty and freedom-minded people and mm-hmm. are anti-establishment people and are generally limited government people, mm-hmm. they appear to just just walk around with blinders on on this. And they will not answer it. They will not respond to it. That's what I've been looking for. I mean, we've established that apparently the excuse from the only Trump people on putting people like Dan Coates and Mitch McConnell's wife in positions of immense power was, well, he was too stupid and he didn't know. Well, that's weird, but okay. 
uh, go with that. But how do you explain away the printing of the five trillion, the shutting down of society, mm -hmm. the encouragement? I mean, not only did he do it, he encouraged people to lock down. How do you explain that he wouldn't get rid of Fauci? They will not do it. They cannot do it. And that is so bizarre to me to be so wed to somebody that when something hits you right between the eyes, you just go, nah, we're not doing that. Do you think that it's a case of some people going, yeah, that was wrong, but I'm going to forgive him for that because of everything else that I like about him? Well, that's also really weird because I don't know about you, Casey, but... I'm not sure what you can do that's much worse than shutting down yeah. society. Hey, I'm just like you. No, so I know. Trying, trying to figure I it know. out. Uh, we did get a couple of a little more lighthearted calls. Yeah. Remember yesterday I had asked a question about eggs? Yeah, because you, remember you that? had some in your fridge that are expired. Well, it was the 13th. They said mm -hmm. best if used by the 13th. And I was trying to figure out if I ate these because they're like a million dollars an egg now, <laughs> would I die of listeria or something of a similar grisly nature? And so many people said no you're probably going to be fine. Farmer Ryan said I should be fine. Mm -hmm. And then uh, somebody called in with a test. Okay. Yeah, you can keep eggs way past their expiration date. Uh, the way to test them is put them in a pot of regular water. And if they sink to the bottom and lay on the side, they are still very fresh. If they start floating, they're kind of iffy. Oh. And if they float all the way, throw them out. That's the way to do it. I heard I heard this from multiple people, too, so this must be a thing. Floating eggs or bad eggs? I guess. Did you put them in water? I am not. Did you test? It's very busy last night, Katie. Okay. Well, when you get home today, you, you see if they float, and if they do, pitch them. Uh, okay. One more call, and then I know you've got a card you want to get to. Mm -hmm. Remember yesterday, somebody called somehow... We got on to Oldenburg, Indiana. Uh, yeah. That's, what happened? Well, that's because there was that uh, Wagner's was oh. given the James Beard Award for their fried chicken, Wagner's Village Inn, which is located in Oldenburg. Oh, that's right. It wasn't a phone call. It was they. It was a trending story or mm -hmm. something of that nature. And I had said, where the hell is Oldenburg? Mm -hmm. And then uh, you you and Kev. Kev has apparently been there. Off yeah, 74, there. halfway between Indy and Cincinnati. And didn't you say Ethan is a big fan of Oldenburg, Ethan Hatcher? Yeah, I think Ethan actually did go to Wagner's. It, uh, and and Oldenburg sounds like the sort of place Ethan Hatcher would be the marshal <laughs> of or the town mayor of. Population 647. Where Ethan in Oldenburg would just spend his days with his various record players from the early 1900s on the town square yeah, it's entertaining very, the masses. It's a very historical place. Yeah. I think he would value that. Mm -hmm. Somebody called about Oldenburg and the, and the sandwiches. Good morning, Rob and Casey. Long-time listener. I'm from Greensburg, Indiana. I have a truck here in southeast Indianapolis. And heard your comment about Wagner's Cafe in Oldenburg, Indiana. And yes, it is very, very good for fried chicken. And it's a nice little German town. So, Rob, you need to go out and get you some good old fried chicken from Oldenburg. <laughs> get you some. It'll be delicious. Seems like a long way to go for fried chicken. Road trip. I think it's like an hour away. Yeah. yeah. It's not really that KFC bad. KFC is like right around the corner from my house, Kev. <laughs> oh, And if on. you eat it in the dining room, you might be able to That's get right. a free bucket. Yeah, does, does Oldenburg have the free, free, refills? free refills? You know what you should get, though? You're missing this at KFC. They don't have the German potato salad. Uh, well, sure. Why wouldn't I drive an hour just for German potato salad? I bet Very they delicious. use eggs that are fresh. Do I walk in there and go, give me some German chicken and some German potato salad and make 
make it extra German. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to give us a call. But before we get to Hammer, I wanted to read this one card. Today's a special day, Rob. Oh, yes. I don't know if you recall. No, I don't. It was a year ago today. I was brand new, fresh, oh? fresh in the building. Wow. And I hadn't. we hadn't even done our first show on the air together yeah. yet. And I remember asking you, what's the deal with you? Oh, What's that's going? right. Has that been a year? I said, how long you got? Yep. Yeah. Has that been a year? It's been a year. Well, congratulations. Yeah. And Ginny sent me this really nice card from Relay Indiana. It says, Casey, you're such a joy to listen to each day. What a great addition you are to WIBC. Love your mature perspective. Yes, very good. And a strong woman's point of view. Happy putting up with Rob ah. Jay. You did it, hugs. Ginny uh, and her husband, Rick. Ginny mm-hmm. uh, works for Relay Indiana. Phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal people. And uh, brought us some donuts, brought us this donuts morning. as well. So congratulations, you've got to work with me mm-hmm, for, for a full year, an entire year. What's the deal with you and Hulk? Look at, and look at how happy you look. <laughs> Ten forty-six. It's Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Ten fifty-one. it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Hammer joins us in the studio. Good morning. Man, we got the final four going on of Biden madness you ain't black punched its ticket. It is ready to compete in the national championship game, which tips off later this afternoon. But first, we have to find its opponent. Yeah. And this is a great matchup. You have until about uh, 3.55 to vote today. That's the cutoff time. We always do it 23 hours from the actual event. So... Coming in first, (laughs) the uh, number four seed. It's made its way through the tournament. It did everything it was supposed to, and it comes at you in three layers. America in a single word. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the uh, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. And that's when we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Three layers. One, it's not a single word. It's gibberish. Two, 17,000 miles playing grab ass with Xi Jinping in the Himalayas. And number three, I don't know that for a fact. And you would love to know what was he actually trying to say there. Right. What actually took place? Did you lose your place on the prompter? Did you have a brain malfunction? <laughs> what were you doing for 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping? In the were Himalayas. You, were you taking some coarse banquet beer and trying to get it to Atlanta? Was it like Smokey and the Bandit eastbound and down? You had a long way to go and a, a short, short time, time to, to get, get there? So many layers. That one's like an onion. You just keep peeling uh, it. Right. Look, look, and that's a good one, and that's fine, but we all know on this show we are happy birthday velvet people after the huge upset. Uh, last week, and now uh, Velvet has an opportunity to get to the finals. Well, let's reset what happy birthday Velvet really is. So competing against America in a single word, on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, the national holiday, at an event where Martin Luther King III is there, his wife, Andrea, and I can't stress that enough, her name is Andrea, had a birthday. Joe Biden was trying to sing happy birthday to Andrea. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday to you. Andrea. And my favorite part I've seen, I've actually watched the clip of this, yeah. and it unfortunately is not in this audio, but when he gets done, he just goes... Well, (laughs) (laughs) so that's the matchup. You've got until just before four o'clock to get your votes in pinned at the top at Hammer and Nigel. Mm -hmm. The winner takes on You Ain't Black in the national championship game this afternoon. All right. Now, you have said that Valvet doing very well right now, as it should. Team Valvet, the Kendall and Casey audience, Mm -hmm. some bow. Everybody loves an underdog. Yeah, we're in full bow harvesting mode here (laughs) on the Kendall and Casey Mm -hmm. show. Um, And we hope it keeps that up because we need to send a message to you ain't black for the finals <laughs> however you are really screwing valvet over you are saying there's not going to be a day of rest in between no you're just going to roll right back out tomorrow and valvet while you ain't black is sitting in a sauna somewhere <laughs> valvet's got to turn around and play again tomorrow may i have the floor yeah absolutely kevin hit my music what in the course of human events you're forced with the decision to play or not to play. We in this country choose to play. Do you want to be somebody that takes life by the horns and grabs it by the cojones and moves on to victory? Or do you want to be one of these mealy-mouthed people that feel like Bill Polian did the right thing by taking his starters out and ruining the perfect season that the Indianapolis Colts had against the New York Jets? No. We will not stand by and let this bull crap go. When you're on a heater at the blackjack table, do you walk away? No, you keep going. You blow everything that you've had because that's the American way. You don't just walk away and quit and say, I need rest. Rest is for losers and communists. So, today, this afternoon, at 448, we're going to have a national championship game. We're going to have the racist statement of you ain't black. We're going to have the winner of America in a single word or happy birthday, Velvet, and it's going to be the greatest damn national championship this country has ever seen. <laughs> that's wonderful. Go, that, that's go, really go. amazing. Um, okay. You've sold me. Let's get Valvet across the finish line, and then we will turn right around, and we will win the whole damn thing. Let's do it. What's coming up this afternoon? So we got the national championship game, and uh, we're on arrest watch. Oh, yeah. Right? Arrest watch in full effect with Donald Trump and the Manhattan court. Thank you, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.